A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, through one man sin entered the world, and through sin death, and thus death came to all men, inasmuch as all sinned. If by that one person transgression, transgression to many died, how much more did the grace of God and the gracious gift of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow for the many. For if by the transgression of the one, death came to reign through that one, how much more were those who received the abundance of grace and the gift of justification come to reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ? In conclusion, just as through one transgression, condemnation came upon all, so through one righteous act, acquittal and life came to all. For just as through the disobedience of one man the many were made sinners, so through the obedience of the one the many will be made righteous. Where sin increased, grace overflowed all the more, so that as sin reigned in death, grace also might reign through justification for eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord.
Dominus Vobiscum. Jesus said to his disciples, Gird your loins and light your lamps and be like servants who await their master's return from a wedding, ready to open immediately when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds vigilant on his arrival. Amen, I say to you, he will gird himself, have them recline at table, and proceed to wait on them. And should he come in the second or third watch and find them prepared in this way, blessed are those servants. Verbum Domini. look around and we're out in the world or just living, trying to live a good Christian life and it often appears like we're going to lose. Like, you know, in many places in the Bible, they compare this Christian life as a fight, as a battle. And from what we see going on in the world, you turn on the news, just go drive around a little bit, and it feels like, hey, we've lost it. But this is not true, because when we're in Jesus Christ, when He's our God, when He's our Savior and our everything and all, we've already won. And the saints we celebrate today, uh, Saint Isaac Joes, uh, Saint Jokes, uh, they show us that, that they show us how to walk in victory. Now these men, great saints, are known as the first North American martyrs with their companions. And so here they are. Uh, men from uh, Europe, France, and Denmark, and other places, they come to the New World here and are ministering in North America, Canada, and they are met with, with hostility, but they continue forward, preaching the gospel, then baptizing people, and then continuing to give them the sacraments. Over time, certain, certain uh, members of, of the different tribes started to arrest them. They would put them in jail, torture them. 
And uh, this is what, what happened to uh, Isaac Jogues. You know, he, this was around the, the, the middle of the, about the 1630s. And he came here from Denmark. He, you know, of course, was out there. He was a Jesuit ministering, you know, giving sacraments. He was arrested. In 13 months, he was in jail where he was uh, severely beaten and tortured. Well, he was released and eventually went back, went back to, to Europe. And when, when he returned, he was missing some fingers. No, he, he was even in some ways unrecognizable. So after some, some time, he decided to go back. He says, well, what, you, you're going back? What's wrong with you? They almost killed you and they, they've beaten you, strangled you, tortured you. But he went back because he loved the Lord. And he knew God was calling him to that. I mean, it, it, in the world, it would appear that, hey, he's lost. You know, why go back? They're just going to kill you. But he went back because he loved God. And he loved the people. So there he goes. Returns to the north, northern United States, Canada. And there again, he's, of course, you know, very fruitful in his ministry. He's helpful to many of the people there, but then eventually he's killed, along with others. See, and this is what, what we need to take a look at, is that these great men, they love the Lord. And they were willing to do anything for him. And why would they want to remain in a place where there's so much hostility against Christians? It's love of God. And we ourselves, you know, we experience this hostility. I mean, maybe we're not being tortured or not or arrested yet, but, but we have just an onslaught of like sin and evil around us. And it just appears to be getting worse. So you want to feel like, we, hey, let's just give it up. But don't give up. St. Paul today reminds us in his letter to the Romans, he says, while sin increased, grace abounds all the more. So yeah, evil may be on the rise, the world may be getting uh, worse in terms of sin and its influences of it, but yet this is, this is time for grace to get even stronger and to abound, as St. Paul says. He says, God will raise us up further. So we shouldn't fear. We shouldn't want to give up or get discouraged because God can do greater work. God is greater than the sin. He's greater than evil. Remember, he's the creator of heaven and earth, of the entire universe. And he's faithful even to the end. And these, these men we celebrate today, they had the crown of martyrdom, eternal life, and their memory, their work is still remembered and still even fruitful today. That's because of the grace, the glory of God within them. So brothers and sisters, don't give up, don't lose heart. You know, like Jesus tells us today, he says, gird your loins. And what does that mean? That means that um, 
back in the days, they wore like tunics, tunics and things like that. So he says, like, gird, gird your loins, meaning that, that you kind of pick up your, your, lo- your, your garment here and you run so that you don't trip. So this is what he's telling us today. Stay in the fight. Gird your loins. Keep running. And where do we run to? We run to Jesus Christ, who is our great high prize, who is with us and who loves us very much and who is always faithful. God bless you all.